1: and Wild Peak AT3W All-Terrain Tire. This is Saturdays in SA with Bryce Gibbs and Tom Lyon.
2: Yeah, so good to have your company this morning. Uh, Bryce Gibbs and I are flying by the seat of our pants. So thank you for joining us on this journey, Bryce. It was a big day too yesterday. The uh, game is delicately poised with a rating of 45% each Dead even, both teams have got an equal chance of getting this one. Australia currently uh, four down for 116. Um, Barat Senderayson and the call team with Adam Collins have filed this report at the very end of day two.
0: SEN test cricket for tyre power hitting sixes during the winter sale Falcon tyres 25% off Adam Collins brought Sunder <laughs> racing on a day where Australia had the chance to drive home the advantage they had England 7 for 142 at lunch they did everything right picking up Root, Bairstow and Moen Alley and Chris Wokes in the first session the two Yorkshiremen so important in that equation but um, they, they took the foot off the pedal not by choice uh, Mark Wood came out swinging hit 24 runs in 8 deliveries after lunch and that was the catalyst for the Ben Stokes explosion as as we've seen so often in these clashes over the years, hitting 80 in a hurry, only a deficit of 26. And by the close of play, Australia have lost four wickets, including Lava, Shane and Smith in, in the space of a couple of overs late in the day. Barat, uh, it's back in the balance.
1: Ben Stokes was referred to as a nuclear deterrent by an English journalist just now in the press conference. And he must feel like one uh, to Australia. Every time they're in a position you feel where they can really dominate a test match, he's still there, he's still doing Ben Stokes things. And uh, it was another day. Uh, You keep thinking, right, how often can he do this? Or how many times, how many more times is he gonna hurt Australia? He did it again while hurting himself. I think literally every part of his lower half seems to be in pain. It was his glute, it was his hip. We all know about his knee and his hamstrings, so, uh, but once again, in that position, backs to the wall, uh, he finds a way of batting with the tail. Andrew McDonald just said uh, they need to find a way to uh, deal with that. Uh, you know, he has, and it's not just mindless slogging. Uh, he has a strategy. He has a tactic
0: and he knows exactly how to go about it. So Cummins takes six, take a couple of important wickets. One in the first over that he bowled in the first session, one just before lunch. But that over is, is the starting pistol for 95 runs in 62 balls, which it felt like 10.2 overs that changed the energy of this test match entirely. Just the way that they were able to get the crowd into it as well, which hasn't been anywhere near as much of a factor as we predicted in our preview two days ago because Australia played such good cricket for the most part. But... Here was where the crowd got involved. Here was where Stokes believed. And they took that through to their bowling innings as well.
1: Yeah, at lunchtime, shoulders were slumped. I mean, even in the media centre when we were... hmm. Jumping into our lunch uh, It felt like the ashes Were lost And it uh, You know I think England might have Felt like that as well Uh, The last two wickets Moyen Ali And Chris Wokes Falling on the cusp of lunch I had my eyes on the England dressing room Of course that's what I do I stalk Joe Root was busy Doing a crossword Yeah yeah. it looked like All was lost But then yeah Mark Wood Like he did with the ball yesterday uh, Comes and just swings his bat Hits 24 of 8 balls Uh, That gives them That little bit of momentum And then Ben Stokes Look there are Ben Stokes Todd Murphy battle was uh, quite quite something baptism by Stokes I said when Murphy came on he should have had him in the first store a couple of times Uh, Mitchell nearly got to the catch but couldn't and he hit the next ball straight back at Todd Murphy it was just in and out at one of those cotton ball chances Uh, but from that point on uh, I thought Murphy bowled well but Stokes just got the better of him but he hit him for five sixes Uh, and from Being around 120 runs away from Australia's 1st innings target, they got to within 40 runs and then to within 30
0: runs in that last partnership between Robinson and Stokes, and that's where England clawed their way back. Yeah, In a way, I I found it. I was surprised when Stokes got out for 80. I thought, well, he's going to power home to 100 here and take them into the black, which would have been truly stunning, but it was that kind of hour of cricket. If you're watching either side of that, you would have thought um, that it was a very different kind of test match, the way that Cummins gets root third ball of the day, I think it was, and um, the way that Stokes was able to remove Besto, rubbish shot outside of the off stump wafting at one with no footwork to speak of Moen Ali caught in a leg side trap and on the other side of that Broad all over Warner picks him up for the 17th time in Test cricket I would um, couch that by saying that two good balls from Broad really to Warner and the one today especially he had to play out and that'll happen that's the lot in life of an opening batter um, but the uh, Lava Shane Smith double blow especially with Lavashane, who got a start. He was on 33 at the time. A premeditated sweep off Moan Alley, and then Moan Ali powered through to his 200th wicket. So uh, Lavashane 199, Steve Smith 200. That That's Sam from Channel know, 9, by the way, exactly. who, 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 who made himself a star earlier today when climbing on the roof behind us here at the Kirkstall Lane end, and, um, and who knows how he didn't fall off there doing an interview. Know, exactly. Social media sensation, slamming <laughs> oh, Sam yeah. Jordan. <laughs> uh, but, uh, all the fun of the fair of being on tour um, but no, the, the way in which England were able to take harness that energy from the crowd and bowl so well Woke's getting Kawaja as well from his yeah. 98th delivery Kowaja. It, it feels to me like let's start with labashade and work through them sequentially um, he, he's so frustrated at getting starts and getting out, well that's what he's done today he has, uh,
1: right, in our uh, in, innings uh, again, another opportunity for Australia maybe not, they weren't as much on top as they were at lunch break uh, but when Kawaja and Manas Labushin were batting together it felt like both had got some rhythm going but England bowled really well to them they did not let them break free at all Mark Wood with the short ball ploy uh, not only is attacking but he's it's a defensive ploy in terms of not letting Australia score runs the fields are set in a certain way as well uh, and that's what I think led to Manish Labushin trying to attack Mohin Ali uh, played a sweep to a ball maybe he would look back at it and say oh, maybe I shouldn't have done that uh, and he falls and then Steve Smith playing in his hundred test I mean who would have caught for
0: Steve Smith to get out on day one and day two of his 100 tests, he would have been really disappointed. So, so much rest on the shoulders of Mitchell Marsh and Travis It did it on afternoon one here they return tomorrow in the lead by 142 runs but truly anything's possible we're now back in the balance Australia have not made the most of it our post-game show is for tyre power hitting sixes during the winter sale falcon tyres 25% off Adam Collins brought us under race and we'll see you for the first ball tomorrow.
2: So <laughs> that was a uh, fascinating day's play. And day three looks like it's going to be a pivotal day in the scheme of the entire Ashes series. Who would have thought that Manus Labuschagne and Steve Smith have barely fired a shot in Australia would be so dominant?
3: And still... Is that, is that on?
2: Yeah, that's on. Okay. Sorry,
3: I must have my <laughs> mic turned down. Yeah. yeah. There we go. Yeah, you're spot on. And, well, it just shows the, the depth of the, mm. the Aussie batting. You, you're, you're right, though. If they... Don't make runs. Usually, they're struggling. But uh, Travis Head and Mish Marsh, as you uh, <laughs> called him earlier, Mishy. Tom, Mishy uh, stood up in the first innings, and it, it, this first session mm. will be the, the pivotal point. If England can get one of these two out, break this partnership, they'll take a firm grip on this on this test. But if the Aussies can just get through to lunch, maybe without a wicket, uh, it's going to be certainly hard to do. Mm. Uh, and just keep creeping that uh, that total score up to 200. Uh, we need probably 250 to 300 to, yep. to make a game of it. Um, could go either way here.
2: 300, the magic number. Now, of course, more importantly than the game itself was the geopolitical incident that happened when Johnny Bairstow was stumped by Alex Carey and the sheer hypocrisy of the Poms to even bring up the spirit of cricket when they themselves have done, I mean, Johnny Bairstow targeted a stumping exactly the same just days before within the same test. Uh, Travis head during the week spoke about uh, the words he had with Johnny Bairstow. Oh, Ben was just wanting to find out if it was called over and Johnny wasn't too pleased. And I, I sort of reminded Johnny last week, I walked out of my crease um, in edge at the end of it over and the ball got whipped in and I quickly whipped my bat back and, question johnny on um, would you take the stumps and he said bloody oath i would and ran off so i sort of remind him that remember last week when you said you do the thing exactly the same thing so whether he remembered saying that or not but two days before he also tried to throw minus the stumps down so in the moment in the, heat of the battle um things come out and, and things are played out yeah, hypocrisy of the highest order Bryce Gibbs, And then uh, Brendan McCullum, we're not going to be having beers with him anytime soon. He soon backpedaled on that one on SENZ during the week.
0: Wow, it's a lovely. It's a lovely line for the narrative, isn't it? I think, you know, I think, I mean, in the end, we're all going to sit down and have a beer at the end,
2: aren't we? But it was just a, a, little bit of, a little bit of banter at the end. So, but the biggest event through this week for mine has been... Victoria Bitter's clever marketing campaign to send a slab of warm beers over to the Bitter English, as we would call them, of English Bitter. So I've taken the liberty, Bryce, of creating the new advert for the Hypocritic and Bitter Poms. Have a listen. You can get it whinging about the spirit of cricket. You can get it being a hypocrite. Or you can get it talking absolute s**t. A long hard whinge needs a big warm beer. And the best warm beer is prick. You bitter (laughs) English pricks.
3: Nobody thought the play was dead.
2: You can get it bowling slow. Talking to you, Ollie. You can get it leaving your crease for a chatter. You can get it holding that giant broomstick up your clacker. (laughs) A long hard (laughs) whinge needs a big warm beer. And the best warm beer is Prick. You bitter pommy pricks. <laughs> Tell you what about the spirit of cricket? Shut up, you punts. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I oh,
3: never <laughs> failed. Either. Do you think
2: that this stands a chance to uh, be made into a TV commercial?
3: It might be our new national anthem for a little bit.
2: Yeah, yeah, I'm quite proud of that one. <laughs> hey, Price, we got to get to a break because we've got some movie recommendations for wintertime. Coming up next, we're going to be giving you our best movie recos for the winter season.